welcome back to No Matter Where, No Matter When. So today we're going to talk about dating. Obviously, out of the two of us, I'm the only one dating. But a lot has changed in the last 15 years with dating because, you know, there weren't really dating apps back then. There were websites, like there was eHarmony and Match. And Even Facebook, I think, had their own. No, that's new. Facebook's is new. It's no. only been the last couple, the last few years. The dating site, but there were actual, like, you could go on and talk to people. Oh, kind of yeah, like there were AIM. groups and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, they had that. But the new, like, Facebook dating, that's only been the last few years. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, there was JDate. There were, like, websites that actually don't even really exist anymore unless they're in an app form. Yeah. But, you yeah, know, dating has definitely changed. But I don't even think it's how people get dates that have changed. It's just the whole dating culture. Yeah, and I think the meaning behind dating has changed for a lot of people as well. Yeah. Some people, dating is doing that, being in the company of someone else, and other people see dating as, let me send you an unsolicited dick pic. Yep. Because that's dating. And also, I think it's, you know, there's also, there's a lot of people that are just dating to date, to get to know people, to have sex. And there's the other people that are dating for marriage. And I feel like those two people end up dating and then one of them or both of them get their hearts broken because one person was just in it for sex and the other person actually had genuine feelings. So I feel like, you know, dating is just very, very different. And I think relationships in general are just very different because we talked about it in a different episode that like people just give up. I feel like all relationship or most relationships now are like Chandler and friends when him and Monica get in their first fight and he goes, so I guess this is over. We had a good run. Yeah. And she's like, what are you talking about? We just had an argument. Like that's not relationships don't end because of arguments. Yeah. And that was in the freaking nineties and you know, they got it. But People I don't get that now. Even dating yourselves. How and Kyle and I used to date before we became parents versus what a date night looks like for us now is very different. Very different. I am happy with like just going out and getting ice cream with him and coming home and snuggling in bed and that being a date night Mm -hmm. and our kids like already being asleep or just going for a drive, just him and I. I mean, I like doing that before we had kids regardless. Um, But like going out late and doing something just the two of us it's not really a thing anymore because we're in a constant state of exhaustion so we'll do like an early evening date or like a weekend away where we can actually relax and I feel like before we had kids that was not a factor I mean we would stay out literally till four o'clock in the morning and get up and go to work that doesn't really happen anymore yeah no I mean Also, the types of dates people go on. Mm -hmm. Like, Mike and my first date was him driving an hour out of the way to buy weed. And he thought that was a date. It wasn't. It should have been a huge red flag. That's what that was. Because it's not a date at all. It's not. Um, But people, like, first dates now are usually, like, okay, you watch, like, 20 minutes of a movie and have sex. 
and that's it. Like that's that's the date. And like, you know, sometimes that's fine, but I don't think there's really like I wouldn't call that dating. To me that wouldn't be dating though. It's not. That's but like just having like a hookup. Yeah. People don't do the whole like let me pick you up for dinner and yeah. bring flowers and all the shit that people did, you know, before I started dating. Or I just really date horrible men, which I do. But um, I've never actually had that. I remember recent, like, in the last, like, year, year and a half or so, maybe a little more than that since Mike and I had it, I actually went on my first, like, real first date. Yeah. In my fucking 30s. But, like, you know, we met in Boca because he lived, like, more north into Palm Beach. And I obviously live in Broward. So we met in Boca Boomers. We played mini golf. We had dinner. It was really fucking nice. Yeah. It was our only date, but that's just because the connection wasn't there. It was still a really, really nice date. Yeah. And like, I remember calling my mom on the way home and being like, I don't think I've ever done that with anyone before. And I feel like dating is also changed because when we were younger, when we said I'm dating somebody, like you had a title. Yeah. Now dating is literally just seeing someone mm-hmm. and doing something. Yeah. I feel like it's com- way different. It is. And I miss the title. Yeah. And like I've had people like I remember when John and I first started dating. He's like, what's so important about the title? And like for him, what's so important about the title is without the title, he thought he hasn't had an excuse to cheat. Yeah. But besides that being an actual reason, that title like – that title is important because it shows the connection. It shows that that title is kind of titling what you mean to each other. You know, rather than walking up to someone and be like, oh, this is the girl I'm fucking. You know, you, you call someone your girlfriend or your partner or something like that. Like, it shows that connection. It shows that they mean something to you. Well, it's like Charlotte in Sex and the City when she's mm-hmm. like, I've been dating since I'm 14. I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. That's the premise of dating when I feel like when that was a thing for me was you are dating to find your potential husband or wife or somebody you're going to spend a long period of time with. And those failed relationships hopefully led to lessons learned and what you don't want and stuff like that. And then hopefully finding someone you're going to spend your life with. Even if you don't ever get married, it's still the sole purpose of dating was to find somebody to spend an extended period of time with. Yeah. And that's just not the case anymore. No. And I don't know how we got to that point. I don't I I don't know if it's maybe it's a generational thing and now it's become so accessible like literally at the swipe of a thing your finger. Mm-hmm. You can see learn everything you need to know about somebody like I remember in high school dating was being on the phone all night and how, like hiding and acting like you were sleeping to be able to talk on the phone until the sun came up yeah. and listening to like the Power 96 Love Hour and having the dedications or going to the skating rink or holding hands at school. Like that's the kind of dating that I remember. Even my grandmother, when we get to see her, I forgot where we went. I think we went to Grandfather Mountain, the trip that we took with her. Kyle and I got out of the car and he immediately, I was holding Madison and he grabbed my hand and she's like, well, isn't that nice? And I was like, what? She's like, you don't see a lot of couples that still do that. And I'm like, hold hands. Like we hold hands even when we're driving. 
that's just he will literally put his hand on the center console and that's my cue like and if he doesn't i'm tapping the console like um excuse me yeah Can- me hand. canada always held my hand or like my leg or something while we were driving yeah always anytime and I we were in the feel car like that's a form of showing your affection outside mm-hmm. of being you know affectionate kissing mm-hmm. or anything like that um but i was dumbfounded to hear her say something like that i'm like really she's like yeah look around but it's like, true. there's lots of couples they're not holding hands and i'm like oh maybe that's a them thing i don't know but we hold hands everywhere we go but it's true it's people not a... just don't and i don't i don't know why i don't know why we got to this point or how we got to this point yeah it is easily accessible it is very easy to download you know 25,000 apps and you know see everything about everyone and then they are connected to their Instagrams and then you see everything else. And yeah, it is easy, but also it's like you match with someone and then they never talk to you. Or they talk to you and they're an idiot. Or they just send you a dick pic. Dick pic. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. The girl that in our group of teachers that we had when we went to the school together, like she would literally open her Snapchat. She's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, what? She's like, I literally just had two guys just send me dick pics. And I'm like, um, she's like, I'm so sick of just opening up a snap and it's their dick. Um, that's why I don't use snap. That's a thing. Like that's. So I've had that when a thing, when I was still using dating apps, there would be guys that would literally start the conversation by sending pictures of their dick. I don't. There are some apps now that don't even allow you to send pictures because of that. I just didn't know that was a thing because I feel like us growing up, even in college, like that was something you did if you were exclusively talking to somebody. Absolutely. It wasn't just, hey, here's a random picture of my vagina or my dick. Leaf Leaf used to send me dick pics while I was in class and it was fucking hilarious. So that was was fun. But we were in a long-term serious relationship. He wasn't just some stranger sending me a dick pic. I mean, I feel like Monk would do that every once in a while and throw me for a loop. Canada's done that a couple times. But we weren't dating. We weren't ever anything. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it went to like six other girls, but I was probably the most consistent at that point. Yeah. It's like a whole episode I feel like we have to do and debunk uh, men's feelings versus women's feelings. Mm. Or if you were in a relationship or if it was a situationship definitely an episode on situations we can do that when we talk about dating yeah or we are talking about dating we are talking about dating i thought we were doing relationship dynamics i'm tired (laughs) but Um, i feel like that's a big thing too because what i would consider dating is completely different to what somebody else would consider dating he was the prime example Mm -hmm. he would always say we weren't together we aren't we aren't anything but i was the one that you were without fail calling every single time that you went out to come and meet you so john and i were together for about a year and a half two years where we were exclusively together most of the time um except for the one person that got in the way for like a month um but other than that we were only with each other and he was like well we're not in a relationship i'm like we spend every single night together we spend every day together when we're not at work we are with each other's families for all holidays and birthdays. We travel together. We're on a phone bill together. 
Please, please explain to me what else needs to happen for us to be in a committed relationship. You're in a relationship. He just didn't want to give it the title. He didn't because then he was able to be. So when that situation happened and he cheated, he was able to be like, well, we're not in an actual relationship. I didn't cheat. And I'm like, you know, you cheated. Yeah. That's what you did. You cheated. Like, suck it up. Like, it's not the first time you did it. It wasn't the last. But, you know, that's the thing is that, like, that title, it just doesn't exist anymore. No. And I feel like guys are very nonchalant. Mm -hmm. I feel like women will always be the more, uh, I don't know how to say this, in touch, I guess. They are the more dominant when it comes to having feelings mm-hmm. and um associating them with people or situations because i think in some sense and i have said this to my therapist even when i talked to him about it i think in some sense when i had the relationship with monk there was some court, sort of something from him that he would never admit to I think he had feelings and he didn't want to admit that he had feelings because of the way that it made him look because of who I was, because of him sleeping progressively with half of South Florida. But I think that's the big dynamic that I see changing too, is that guys don't less men want to be tied down. When we were growing up, it was kind of equal that, you know, I'm going to find a wife. I'm going to find the mother of my children and now it's just kind of, I can have 35 different mothers of my children. Honestly, I think part of that is celebrities like Nick mm. Cannon. Nick Cannon. Um, and I think it's also partly how they're raised. Because yeah. now men these days are not being raised to be gentlemen. No, and I feel like it's younger generations having babies or having babies. Mm-hmm. And because they have siblings that are from mm. multiple different parents they think that it's okay and listen if you have multiple your children have multiple parents you have multiple baby mama baby daddy whatever it is fine that's per- there's nothing wrong with that but don't instill it in your children and give them this reality that that's normal and to disregard people's feelings and just you know send them dick pics or fuck people over because that's all that they've known i'm sorry like teach your sons to be gentlemen teach your you know your daughters to be respectful of themselves their body and the people that they're around like my brother still you know will open the car door and my brother will still bring his wife flowers randomly and you know none of that stopped when they got married and none of that stopped when they got engaged you know they're three years into their relationship it doesn't stop my brother was also raised to be a gentleman. He is the type of guy that if you're walking down the street, he will make sure that you are on the inside. Yeah. He, you know, there are certain things that you do to be a gentleman and that is lost. Now. I also think guys have that persona that every girl wants to fuck me. It's a problem. But there's girls that are like that too. Every guy wants to fuck me. But so what? So because of that, I think that they lost the value of what it is to date somebody because when you date mm-hmm. somebody you shouldn't be focusing on everybody else you should be focusing on the person you're dating i like that thing that you see online that says if there's a choice between me and someone else choose someone else because if you really loved me there wouldn't Would be, be a choice. Any, yeah and i like that and i'm just like you know like i'm i have slept around plenty and you know i know that 
that's very easy for me to do and that's fine but doesn't mean that I don't want a relationship I mean there are times when I do times when I don't um but honestly the times when I don't are because I'm really fucking fed up with people yeah I I I don't know again I feel like if you're dating somebody you're either gonna go you don't have to jump in head first no it can be a gradual thing but if you're taking the time to commit to checking in on that person going on physical dates with that person spending a you know period of time with that person whether Mm -hmm. you're spending the night at their house or you're seeing them every day or whatever it is you have now invested yourself into a relationship that is not a situationship that is a relationship absolutely whether you want to admit it or not i also don't understand this mentality where you don't want to admit you're in a relationship why not what is what is the problem if you're already spending you know all of your free time with this person what is the problem because you're not making time for anyone else so why not just say we are in a relationship what is so scary about that term but i feel like people don't address that head-on either i feel like people nowadays are in it for a quick fuck and they will say whatever they need to say to get what they need out of that situationship Mm -hmm. rather than going in right off rip and saying hey uh we're kind of just gonna mess around nothing's gonna come of this if you're taking the time and i remember i think we've talked about this i had the conversation with monk like he would actively text me other than three o'clock in the morning to come and see him there were times that we went like to lunch together or dinner together or once we saw a movie together that's going on a date that's not us just talking because there were plenty of times he would see me when I was on my cycle and we weren't doing what he needed to do. I wasn't doing anything to him. That's a, that's, you're dating that person at that point. And he might've been doing it with six other girls, but the reality of it was you were in a relationship. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, the, it's just this, I feel like it's just weird. Like, I'm sorry, but you know, I, I've been in those situations where, you know, and I told you about this before, like a few months ago, I was talking to this guy or barely even talking to him. We had sex. And then I told him the next day, I'm like, listen, like, I need you to understand that, like, this is not a relationship. We are not seeing each other. Like, feel free to do whatever you would like to do with whoever you'd like to do it with. I'm going to continue to date and do the same thing. Yeah. I'm like, so, you know, I just want this to be clear that this is just sex and nothing else. And he was like, okay, cool. He's like, thanks for clearing that up. And then I was like, okay. And then a couple days later, he's the one that was like, oh, you have sex, you know, sometimes because your partner wants to. And in my head, I'm like, I literally just told you 48 hours ago, we're not a couple. Yeah. So my response was, you know what? That might be true. But since I'm not in a relationship and you are not my boyfriend, I don't need to do that. And he was like, ah, okay. And then when Rocky and I started, because this was right before Rocky, I told him flat out, listen, I started seeing someone. I'm really interested in him. So you and I are no longer going to be having sex. He's like, oh, okay, yeah, I started seeing someone too. I'm like, cool. okay, great. The next day he texted me and was like, hey, can we have sex? No. I'm like, no, I literally just told you 24 hours ago that I'm seeing someone. And he was like, he was like, oh, yeah, 
I just really wish we could still have sex. I'm like, but we can't. I told you this 24 hours ago. Yeah, I feel like that takes the majority of what people think is a relationship. It's not just having, you can have sex with anybody. Yes, Realistically. When you're talking about having a relationship, I don't think people are understanding that's making a commitment to Mm -hmm. somebody. And again, if you're taking the time to check on them, to spend time with them, to you don't have to say your boyfriend and girlfriend, but you should be saying you're something. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not just a person that you met. Hey, this is my friend. Okay, that's great. I'm a friend, but we're a little bit more than a friend. Canada called me his partner. I mean, that's okay. It's fine. I feel like, too, a lot of people now don't believe in marriage. We are in a generation where a lot of people do not believe in getting married anymore. Mm -hmm. So that changes the dynamic as well. Mm -hmm. Because like I said, when we were growing up, you dated to find your potential husband, wife. That is no longer a thing for people. They just, there's, I mean, I know there's couples that I've seen on, you know, TikTok or social media where they are not legally married they have just been together for 15 25 years and they're perfectly okay with that and that but that doesn't make them married anymore because common law marriage doesn't exist anymore yeah so they but they are still solely committed to that person yeah and that's you know that's fine it's perfectly fine but at what point do you admit that that person is more than just the girl or guy you were talking to yeah i mean i don't know i don't understand why titles are so scary Like, I know that for me, it wasn't titles that were scary for me. It was that long-term commitment into marriage and stuff like that. That's what was scary for me because, you know, when other people I've been with talked about marriage and kids, I fucking ran away all the way as far as moving across the fucking world, you know, but when Canada and I talked about that stuff, you know, it's not scary at all because that's the person I want to have that with. And I guess I didn't realize it then, but that's those were not the people I wanted to have that with. No, and I think it takes time. Mm-hmm. I was also 25. I think we have hopes that that's someone we want to spend all of our time with when we're in it. Mm-hmm. And it's not till we step away and we learn the lesson that we need to learn to know that, mm, yeah, that probably wouldn't have worked out. I said that multiple times with David. I thought that that was it. That was the person I was going to marry. I was also being manipulated to think that. Mm-hmm. But there were many times where I fully thought that he was going to be the person I was going to spend my life with. And I've said this in a previous episode. I was never one that really thought about getting married. I liked the idea of it, Mm -hmm. but I was perfectly okay with having a family just with someone there to help me raise a baby Mm -hmm. or babies. I didn't have to have, you know, a husband to be next to me my entire life. I was also perfectly okay if... I had a child and that person wasn't involved. It would have been nice, mm-hmm. but I just wanted babies. Yeah. So it's I, it's different for everybody. I think Monk, I had had the hope, but I think because for me, he was such a hot commodity mm-hmm. that it was the, I was the one. Mm-hmm. So I think that, and then everything that we went through on top of it. Yeah. I think that's why I, he hurt. With Ray, we were so young mm-hmm. that I think that was just my first experience with love. And, you know, I lost my virginity to him and we basically grew up together. 
I had always had the hope before I met Kyle that him and I would find our way back to each other and we would like wind up together because I could always, I always said I could see myself waking up with him and like being with him every day and having a kid with him or kids with him. But the older I got, I realized that it was because I was holding onto a piece of my childhood. And even when I met Kyle, I mean, he talked about getting married and I'm like, dude, you're fucking nuts. Like, no, we can fuck around and see where this goes. We could literally fuck around and find out. But no, like we're not. Well, boyfriend and girlfriend, fine. And then when he started saying like, when we get married, I'm like, yeah, what? When we what? What did you say? And it wasn't until, you know, him that I actually was like, okay, I think I can do this. And I don't think it was me running away. I think I was just so hopeful that something else was going to work out with someone I was deeply connected to. It took me a long time to accept that I had like deep rooted feelings for Kyle. You know, with Leif, I think it was just, you know, I loved being with him, but he was the person I was to be with to get me through the hardest part of my life. And he did. And he was amazing for that. He was tied to your recovery. Yes. And I think that's why you held on because you felt like you, I think I always said this. I felt like you felt like you owed it to him because he was with you through so much. Partly, yes. And then I also think that part of it was that I realized that if if he was the person for me, when our dynamics changed, it wouldn't have been so drastic on our relationship. Yeah. That we would have been able to flow with the change. Yeah. And once that dynamic changed, there was a lot more fighting. Yeah. And we would like there would still be those conversations about the future, but it got to where I was just like I don't see a future. I don't see it because I didn't want to stay in New York. Yeah. He didn't want to leave New York. I, you know, just he wasn't really taking initiative in life and I wanted to go to grad school. Like there was just not a lot of future for us. With the other John, I don't think there was ever really a future with us because I don't think he would have ever let there be a future with us. You know, I, I loved him, but once I realized there was no future, it needed to end. And then, you know, with Canada, that that's where I belong. Like, that's, you know, that's the person that even with, like, everything that's gone on and how everything, you know, the dynamics have changed and since things ended like he i have still stuck with that like yeah it's not changed for you no and even, even when i was seeing rocky or anything like that it was but still I think it, you just have to have those those answers that would be a great conversation to have btw i've thought about having that conversation when i'm there next weekend probably a conversation you should have i mean at this point realistically why not yeah it's not going I don't think it's going to ruin it because it was already ruined <laughs> yeah and you're face to face like there's no escaping it at this point it's valid can't being block able me if I'm right there off, yeah being able to turn off your phone and being like yeah no we're done you can't exactly do that when I'm looking you dead in the eye mm-hmm. so I think that's a conversation to have but I I agree I think the dynamic with with him and what changed it for you was you had the validation of feelings that you've been looking for for so long. Absolutely. That it was a completely different emotions that you felt. And when things ended with him like they did, it broke you because that was the one place you felt safe. Yep. 
and you haven't had that. No. And, you know, I, I think it's also, like, with him, there's never been a point where, like, I have never gotten angry at him for what happened. I've never changed. Like, there have been times where I've been upset and been like, yeah, you know, he's, he was being a dick. But there's never been a time where I was like, never mind. I never felt like that for him. Like, throughout all of this, the, it has been constant that, like, no matter what he did, he is still home. He is still where I feel I belong. He is still the person I love. Like, that has not changed. And it's not it's not going to change. Like... You know, I, I know that my family is convinced that, you know, I'll be able to find someone and, you know, it'll replace him in a way or make me feel, you know, better or whatever. Like, no, like that's not me being stubborn. That's me knowing how I feel for him and how I feel when he's near me, how I feel when he looks at me, how I feel when he smiles. Like, I know that for me, that's it. Like, if I end up with someone else, they are still going to be second fiddle to him because he he is home. I feel like that dynamic changes too is that a lot of people don't talk about feelings anymore. I mean, I'm obsessed with Love is Blind, like obsessed only because it's like one of those shows you just can't look away from it. And I feel like they only show snippets. I've never been obviously on a show like that. But sometimes I say it, Every, almost every season, this last season especially, I don't feel like a lot of the feelings are genuine when they talk about feelings. Like they'll have a mental breakdown and they'd rather do it on camera than do it in front of the person that they're vowing to spend the rest of their life with. And I feel like that's how you get to know somebody is their reactions, how they feel, talking about how they feel about certain things. I mean, this last season... The one girl was, I'm head over heels for him. He's everything I want. He fits in perfectly with my family. But we're going to break up because his credit score isn't where it needs to be. That's ridiculous. And he said, I feel like if you love somebody, their credit score, how much money they have, what they own, shouldn't fucking matter. If you love them, you're with them. Yep. And her excuse was, he just wasn't where I needed to be. And if he was willing to lie to me about that, what else was he willing to lie to me about? If he was brutally honest about everything else, I wouldn't give three fucks about his credit score. I don't care about his credit score. He had a job. He had, like, Mm -hmm. and he said, you know, I was young when all of this shit happened with my credit. I'm still building to rebuild that. Yeah. And, you know, that was. At least he's trying and he's not just let him get all the way to the altar. And she's like, because of the conversations we had and what you alluded me to believe, I just can't marry you. I'm like, how the fuck does that work? She's not a genuine person. I no. couldn't care less. So I feel like that's a big thing too, is that, you know, you don't find many people who will discuss feelings and how, when situations arise, how they make you feel or talk things through. People are so easy to now just throw in the towel and say, mm-hmm. mm, it was nice. It was a nice ride, but uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm done. Canada is not big on talking about feelings. And I know that about him because he likes to separate from his feelings. He also doesn't necessarily believe in love. He believes in like being in a relationship that's built on like values and respect and honesty and affection. And I told him when we had this conversation, I'm like, that is love. He's like, that's just what you call it. And I'm like, oh, tomato, tomato. And I'm like, it's the same thing. We're saying the same yeah, thing. Yeah, but I, mean, I just have a title with, for it. You won't use that title. Even 
that's, I think the problem too, is that people are so quick to throw out, I love you. And there's no genuine meaning behind it for them. I think that's part of the reason he ran the first time is because it was also like the first time he actually said, I love you. Yeah. A week later he ran. So, cause it was the same weekend that we talked about him talking to his mom in that same weekend. It was the same weekend he told me he loved me. And then a week later he was out. You're talking about him physically saying it. Cause wouldn't he say it in like text message all the time? No, no. This was the first time he had oh. ever said it. When, so it was when the I was there in March, I made a joke because he slipped on snow, and I was. He was like, "Oh, I almost fell." And I'm like, "For me?" And he was like, "I did that a long time ago," and that's the closest he had gotten to saying something like that. But then that weekend, we talked about him talking to his mom about marrying me. That's the first weekend he had said that he loved me, like actually full on, like I love you. And it was because I had messaged him because I was cleaning out my closet that morning Mm -hmm. and I subconsciously cleaned out an entire corner Mm -hmm. because this is when we were talking about him moving here and I like looking at like fiance visas and stuff like that and him talking to his mom and I cleaned out an entire area and like three drawers for him, which I don't even know how I did that because I have so much (laughs) shit. I still have so much shit, but I did that and he was like and he sent like a bunch of heart faces and was like I love you and I'm like I even would like message him I was like well that's the first time you said that <laughs> and you know but which then I think I made that awkward but I make everything awkward so <laughs> no. no I think that's and maybe it was the realization that Something he didn't believe in, he actually started to believe. But again, I feel like that word is so thrown around. Mm -hmm. And it's not even, you know, just dating. I feel like that with family, too. Yeah. And I feel like if you genuinely love somebody, you're not going to hurt them. Correct. Intentionally. Intentionally, yeah. And I feel like now when you look at dating, that's inevitable. I mean, look at the horrible things that Rocky did. And he was so obsessed with him when I'm in love with now. Yeah. Um, but I think also with him, it was a little different because I also think that part of it, he doesn't feel that he can make those decisions for himself right now, which doesn't make it an excuse. No. And training is not an excuse. And none of the excuses he gave are an excuse. And the excuse that he didn't give that I'm pretty sure is the truth isn't an excuse. He needed to man up, make decisions for his own, or just fucking be honest. Because that was what he did was wrong because of those things. If he would have just from the start been like, listen, I think we should just be friends with benefits or something like that, I would have been like, cool, let's do it. If after a little while he was like, listen, I'm just not feeling it, I would have been like, cool, you don't always feel it, that's fine. But he went from, you know, us meeting and him, or like us starting to talk. And then us meeting and like our first time meeting, we spoke the entire way for me to drive down to Miami where he was near Wynwood. And then he was standing in the middle of the road waiting for me to get there with like this huge smile on his face. And like as soon as I got there, he like grabbed me and started kissing me and like was so excited to see me. And, you know, our first few nights talking, we talked until like midnight, one o'clock. We talked for hours. Yeah. 
And, you know, he called every single day when I got done work or would text me in the middle of the day and be like, hey, I have a sec. I'm thinking of you. Yeah. Like, you know, or every night he wanted to be with me. Every night he wanted to hold me and, like, be near me and talk to me. And, you know, he went from all of that to then, oh, I don't don't have any feelings for you. I think that's that realization of people don't want to admit. Mm -hmm. I think admitting that. I think admitting that. And also standing up for himself would have meant a drastic change in his life that he wasn't willing to make. And that makes him a coward. 100%. But I feel like even if I was in the dating game now, even if this would have been happening before I was with Kyle, I would have so much more respect for somebody that just outright said, hey, this is what I'm looking for. We can still, you know, mess around and see where this goes or whatever, but... Like, I don't want to be in a committed relationship or I'm not looking for marriage or I have so much more respect for you as a person if you just flat out say it than if you continue a game of going back and forth and spending people time with people, time with each other and letting feelings develop and then be like, oh, yeah, by the way. I agree. And I think because honestly, like like I said earlier, like I've done that where I've just been like, listen, like this is just sex. Mm-hmm. I'm going to continue date. To date, you can continue to date. I don't care. Like, it's important to have that honesty and to be up front. And Rocky just wasn't. Like, he just fucking bullface lied. Yeah. Like, and it feels like everything was a lie because of that. Like, I don't believe anything that he fucking said. And, you know, that's that's on him. That's not me overreacting. That's not me you know, wanting to see bad in him. Like, obviously, I don't want to see bad in him. I'm still planning on watching his fight in December. I'm still, you know, supportive of what he does. Like, I had a long talk with his sponsors last weekend about that. And I will tell you how that conversation went after we are not (laughs) on a podcast where everyone can hear. But I, you know, I'm still supportive and I still care. But I genuinely think that the entire time we had together was a lie. Well, I think the preface of dating is you're, you don't want to waste. First of all, you don't want to waste your time. You don't. You shouldn't be wanting to waste anybody else's time. Absolutely. And I feel like that was what that was. was yes. just a fucking waste of my time. Yeah. And it didn't need to be. Because no. we could have just, he could have literally started everything and just been like, listen, you know, I just want to be friends with benefits. We can fuck here and there. And yeah. I would have been like, cool. Sounds great. Because he's ridiculously attractive and he has a big dick. So sure. Sounds great. But like, (laughs) that's not what he said. No. His his thing was that he he wanted me. He wanted to be with me. You know, telling me that you want me to meet your son and talking about how our child would be raised differently than your child or how you would alter and shift some of the ways you raise your current child so that they would get along with our child and not feel different i'm sorry that's not fuck buddy conversation he wanted to be with you but did not want to give you the title to be with you because i think that's what was one of our conversations i'm like did he even give you like a title and say you guys were dating and you're like facts yeah no he didn't and i think it's because partly of his situation and then partly also because he's an asshole I believe fully if you are our listeners that are listening and you are in the dating world, 
Um, I would be interested to see, and I think we put this out there, uh, like horror stories, because I feel like that's a whole episode within itself about dating horror stories, because there's some doozies there. But I feel like it would be interesting to see what you think dating is. Like, that's a good premise to start with, because it's very different for everyone. Is dating where you just meet up a couple times a month? Is it where you spend every night with that person? Is it just like occasional phone conversations and, hey, let's go out to dinner here and there? Is it giving someone the title of being your boyfriend or girlfriend or leading up to marriage, whatever it is? It would be interesting to see what people think. But I, yeah, I say this all the time. I don't know what the hell I would do if I had to date. I think I would be petrified because, first of all, I'm not very nice when it comes to people wasting my time. And I have two kids to worry about. So it would be, it would, it, it just wouldn't, it wouldn't be good. It wouldn't be good. So I think if our listeners can tune in to, especially on our social media, to let us know, you know, what is dating to you? Is it leading to marriage? Can, do you think that dating has to necessarily lead to marriage? Can you just be with a partner and be happy? Do you have to have a title? And I think that would be a good place to start and we can open that up for another episode. Okay. Also, horror stories. We would love to hear some great dating horror stories from people. Absolutely. So with that being said, I think we will end it here. Yeah. Until next time, guys.